Do it. Do it now. Who is waiting on your voice? You have a message people need to hear. Stop putting it off and do it. Do it now. The And Believe Podcast Network is here to advance your vision. Let's start your podcast today. What's up? How is your day going? No, 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 no. I said, how is your day going? Regardless of what's going on, I pray this finds you doing well. In this portion of the show, what you're going to experience and what you can look forward to, I'm going to recall different experiences from ministry, from family, and from doing business. And as I recall those different moments and the different experiences, I'm going to use those moments and experiences to answer so many different questions one by one. Today, what we're going to talk about is real simple. I hear this all the time. I've been asked this for years. Guess what it is? Nope, that ain't it. Guess again. Today, what we're going to talk about is how do I get the words of knowledge or the words of wisdom? Donovan, how is it done? I've seen you do it. How do I do it? Okay, those are the questions that always come into, that always come in. And there's uh, a lot of it goes around that. But what we're going to do, we're going to keep it simple. And we're going to answer that one piece. So tune in and I hope you enjoy. And first and foremost, I thank you for giving me the privilege and the honor of being able to come to you into your home, into your car, wherever you may be listening on social media, wherever you're creating time, place and space right here and right now. And I thank you for it. I do not take it for granted. And out of respect for your time, we're going to jump right in. Moving right along. You're going to have to study your Bible. As you study your Bible, what you're looking at doing is not just reading it as though it's a comic or a novel, but you're going to have to actually break down What's going on there? You know, remember back in the day when you read a story and you had to pinpoint the characters and (laughs) all the different things? You're going to have to break it down, man. Seriously break it down. I have a free PDF, by the way, and I will uh, make sure to reference that or or include it in, in in the link. But I have a free PDF that helps you do that, okay? On top of that, you're going to have to fast. Now, when you're fasting, there's already going to be an abstaining from social media, TV, any type of receptions. There's going to, There should be some type of abstaining or reducing or eliminating of, okay? And then it should involve food, something you eat or something you drink, because in the Bible, 
Those are the examples that we're given. I understand we live now in a modern time. However, remaining biblical, those are the examples that we're given. So if you're already going to be abstaining from those things, those technically fasting from this social media, fasting from technically it's not a fast. It's just something that just naturally occurs while you're fasting. Okay? Also, while you fast, that's also going to play a role in your clarity, how well you hear. When you fast, you should expect to have an increase in what you in both auditory reception and visual reception. And really there's I could really go into depth there, but you should expect that also it's also going to help kill a lot of the fleshly urges. You got the fast. Praying. This is yet again another intimacy we have with God. Bible speaks extensively on praying. Man should always pray. The prayers of a righteous man. Y'all going to have to pray. And it's going to have to be perpetual. The I remember my spiritual father, I don't even know if I was in college yet during that time. I don't, I don't even think that I had uh, enrolled into a federal state at that point. But I, I remember he said, prayer is like a, it's like a generator. You're going to have power, but just like a generator, when you cut it off, that power is going to stop. The Bible speaks extensively on it. you're going to be doing anything involving the prophetic, you're going to have to have some kind of prayer life. If not, it's going to be spotty, man. It's going to get spotty in there. And again, five, five basics, man. And it's not just the prophetic, man. Any area in ministry, if you're, if you're struggling with these five things, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be spotty. People are going to see you slip. They, they're going to, mm, yeah, they're going to be like, oh, something off, something not right. You are going to have to seek God. You need to ask God, Lord, how do you want me to seek you? And I'm serious about this, man. This is this is what I, I this is something I ask God. How how do you want me to seek you? I remember, so I was Saved on a Friday, married on a Monday. I grew up in church. Uh, I had seen uh, limbs grow out, eyes pop back in sockets. People get prayed for in the hospital and they come home. People on their deathbeds, you know, miraculously healed. And the medical reports to prove it. 
witnessed it firsthand, but yet you see in 2011 is when I really, truly began to live for God. I understand I had my initial summer when I, when I was in two, when I was 12 years old, but when I can say I really, really fully ran without turning back, that was in 2011, specifically August of 2011. Let God develop and tell you how he wants you to pursue and seek him. That's something I've I've never even heard nobody preach. (laughs) I'm like, Lord, that's what you led me to ask you, and that's what I asked, and that's what you poured out. Changed my life completely. Changed it completely, man. Anyway, those are the five basics, and that is going to help you to develop a lifestyle. That's going to be the lifestyle. Doing those five basics. I, if you're doing it, and I tell people, it's kind of like when you're playing a video game, right? <laughs> I know, funny analysis, but when, or comparison. When you're playing a video game, you have that boss fight. It's amazing. One of, one of my friends, we, we will always play this game, and it's like he just knew how to handle the boss fights. He's like, look, this is how you do it. If you do it like this, five, ten minutes, we done. But the moment someone didn't follow through on their part, that five to ten minute fight turned into two, three hours, and sometimes we didn't even finish it. If you're not going to continue doing these five basics, it's like stuff. some stuff is going to be off, man. It'll show up in your life. It'll show up in ministry. It'll show up in different places. Do these five basics. Let it become a lifestyle for you. Now, the other piece was and is relationship. There's no way of getting around it. And really, <laughs> that last piece kind of segues because as you're seeking God, it's going to require you to have a relationship, man. And when I say a relationship, I honestly expect that when I'm praying, there is going to be a tangible encounter that I have with God. I, I, I don't care what nobody says. There's going to be a tangible encounter that I have with God. Believe what you want, say what you want. But I go in every time experiencing that. Expecting that and experiencing it. Also with this relationship, it's, it can't be one-sided. God is pursuing you. God is pursuing you. God is sustaining you. God is delivering you. God is saving you. You ain't spending time with him. You're going to have to create time, place, and space. I'm really going into the teaching, one of the teachings, but you are going to have to create time, place, and space for God on a continual basis. On a continual basis, you're going to have to do it. 
mommy and daddy can't do it for you. Brother, sister, whoever, I don't care how anointed they are. I don't care how good they can pray down heaven. They cannot do this for you. You got to do it. You're putting ungodly taxations on people because you're not willing to put that time in with God. You're going to have to do it. Okay? You're going to have to do it. And again, just ask God, how do you want me to pursue you? Let God tell you. Let God pour it into you. Let God lead you in it. Lead and guide you in it. The Holy Spirit will lead and guide you into what? All understanding. Let him do it. (laughs) He's here for it. Let him do it, y'all. Now, the other portion is going to be more direct. Special instructions before ministry. Now, this is what God gave me, right? And I'm going to tell you a, a, a part of it. So before I go before people to minister, before I go and I accept an assignment, I like to spend time doing two things, interceding on their behalf and fasting and praying in preparation of. I like to do this for a specific time frame prior to going. And if I'm not able to do that specific time frame and God is not telling me to take it, then I'm yeah, I don't accept it. But why? But why? But why? <laughs> because, man, I am expecting people to have an encounter with God. That's what I'm expecting. And that is what I know is going to happen. And I love to have that time Why? Because what I found is when I do that, the results and the outcomes are always mind-blowing. Now, I know what you're thinking, but I bought this book from this person. I bought that book from that person. They gave a three, five, seven step. They said, do this and then listen. Yes. You can pray in the spirit and you can get a word, whether it's a word of wisdom, word of knowledge, whether or, or whatever type of word it is. But if you're not doing what I just said, remember that boss fight? Remember how it is when one thing is when those five things are not, those five basics are not all together, something's gonna show up. But what I gave you was a foundation that you can build on. It'll create a safe place for you. Because what happened is, 
you'll be growing in the fullness. Not just by bits and pieces. Oh, I can flow in the prophetic. But when deliverance is needed. Hmm. Now, hold on. You just you just said that. Man, you, you, just, you just gave that person a whole life. <laughs> you know, every detail. But then you struggle. Casting out a spirit. Man, you, you, you can really flow in the prophetic. Wow. Thank you. But my leg hurts. Can, can you pray for it? So you want to grow in the fullness. And so I like to lay the foundation, I like to create environments where it allows you to do just that. Okay. Yes, you can pray in the spirit. And yes, you can receive a word right there on the spot. But again, whenever you're releasing something, you want heaven to back it. You don't want your words falling to the ground. Now, I've been doing this. And as I've been doing this, it's been a tremendous blessing for me. I remember, and I give you another one. I was preparing for my very first revival I was going to preach at. I had to preach at. And as I was doing this, I remember, nope, I lied. I think that was like the second or third revival I had preached at. But I remember God showed me an individual and revealed what that person was going through and showed me what the enemy wanted to do. In other words, the plan that was not for her, that God did not give for her, what was trying to take a root in her life. Now, when I gave that word, again, grown in the fullness. Yes, you can give words right there on the spot. It happens to me a lot. However, doing those five things on the regular, God's going to say things, God's going to reveal things to you, and you'll be operating in the fullness of God. And that's really what you want. That's really what you want to be doing. Okay? Now, I'm going to cover three areas, and then I'm going to leave it alone. The weight, the press, and living it. Living it. (laughs) Giving a word of knowledge. Giving a Word of wisdom. What you're looking at doing and living it, all right? Like I stated before this, there are some people, they have callings from birth, which allow them to operate. They have giftings, which, will, which can allow them to operate. 
They have, um, I, I'll even say, mantles that rest upon the bloodline or within that family. Once again, allowing them to operate. So that means before anyone has come along and groomed them and trained them, they're already able to operate in it. If you're going to live this thing out, you should be saved. In some shape, form, or fashion, you should have surrendered unto Christ and accepted Him as your Savior and understanding who God is. You should be filled with the Holy Spirit. Did I say you have to be, in order to prophesy, you have to be saved or filled with the Holy Spirit? Nope, didn't say that. It is strongly suggested, strongly encouraged, and strongly preferred. But why? Now, for me, I love having conversations with different people because it gives me experiences that I normally would not have. One of the common denominators I notice, whether people are Mormon, Muslim, or some other religion or belief system, they all said, hey, I heard from God. I received a message. And so if you're going to be a Bible believer and you're going to be a Christian, you need to have something that can combat your reception. What are you saying? Whether it's audible, whether it's visual, whether it's scriptural, or by some other way of reception. You have heard, you have received a promise or message from God. That's prophecy. That's prophecy, that's prophetic, however you want to say it. That's what it is. You need something that can combat it. Something that's stronger than what you have heard or whatever reception you've had. You need to have that. So, you need to be saved. What I always encourage, hey, make sure you're saved. Make sure you feel the Holy Spirit. Why? Holy Spirit said, I will lead you to all understanding. Why? The Bible says, my sheep know my, north, my, know my voice, and a stranger's voice they will not hear. Why? There's so many reasons as to why. And when you're dealing with the with the prophetic or any anointing capability or function that has an office or a calling to it, or even a gifting set, you really want to be saved and you really need to have the Holy Spirit. For real. The person that's receiving it is going to receive it as though, oh, God is speaking. Oh, this is coming from the Lord. This is coming straight from his table. And even in the natural world, going to counseling here, (laughs) a counselor has to be very specific and very responsible with their words. Now, you're dealing with, with, if you're going to prophesy, if you're going to tell a word of wisdom, word of knowledge to someone, you're dealing with the person's innermost makings, their sense of right and wrong, all that. A lot of times the normal barriers that they would have up, they've let them down, okay? Sometimes a lot of reasons why people experience church hurt. Oh, but I thought it was God, but it won't. You're going to have to live a lifestyle 
that was spoken about in Second Peter, the second chapter, those things are not being produced in your life. That's living it. Let's talk about the weight. The weight that's going to be associated with this. Now, there's a lot that goes into this. Um, and it, it, uh, it dates all the way back to Genesis. Israel had a problem with just serving God. But God gave them a condition and said, hey, <laughs> so long as you serve me and keep me as your one and only God, I will keep I will keep you. I will prosper you. They had an issue. So you're looking at your credibility. Your credibility can be tainted even though you did everything that was right. I'm telling you, you can get some words of knowledge and some words of wisdom where many times it's you're just going to be in your closet praying. Get them all the time. Names drop. Faces of people that I've never seen before appear. I'm like, Lord Jesus. But again, like I said, buckle up and get ready for the ride. And hey, people are going to be dropping their guards. And the Bible says, woe unto those that misrepresent the gospel. They drop their guard and you take advantage of that person. I don't want to be you. I don't. And now I'm talking about the press. The press, you're looking at dealing with rejection. You're looking at dealing with people that have an issue with not having control over situations. You're looking at dealing with, a lot of times, long-suffering, opposition, all types of things. The press, what you got to press through. You're looking at dealing with, hey, you know for sure this is what God said, but they're going to sit here and act like... (laughs) What you said won't God. Who are you going to believe? I've had moments like this where, hey, (laughs) matter of fact, I'll give you a moment. I remember God, uh, a person came to me. Hey, everybody been saying this person the one. Everybody around me said this person the one. What God said, what 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 God said to you? I said, hey, look, let me let me see God on it. I'll get back with you. Have a vision. I'm like, whoa, never seen that before. Pray on it. And I called that person back. I told him. This person was wow. Everybody says something different. When it came time to Either you heard from God or you didn't, Donovan. What I said and what God said God showed me was really who that person was. Imagine being the only person that truly heard correct on a situation while everybody else said something different. Talking about some loneliness. Talking about some frustration. 
<laughs> and 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 you can't you're not allowed to become bitter. Nope. Talk about the press, buddy. That's what I'm talking about. And so now we're gonna talk about the other portion of this, and that is you being the recipient. Now, earlier I said, hey, for whatever reason, God kept showing me while this person was standing in front of me and we were having a conversation. They were trying to give me some encouraging words, whatever. And for some reason, as we were having our dialogue and our exchange, we began to minister to, minister to each other. Um, God showed me a black German shepherd. person began to tear up and whatnot. You being the person that's receiving the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, look them square in the face or look away, whatever, do not begin to show emotion. Sometimes the presence of God is going to be so strong and so intense that it's, it's going to be hard to do that. Sometimes the weight of what you're going through it's going to be so hard and intense. You're not going to be able to do that. But the reason I say don't begin to show the emotion and different things like that is because what you want that person to do and what that person needs to know how to do is to keep flowing in the anointing. And then when they see the, the emotion and everything like that, sometimes they'll slip out of the anointing, keep flowing in the gift based upon your emotion. But what God wanted them to do was to touch on that subject and then go a different way or go a different route and hit some other areas. But because they saw the physical reaction, they stayed on that subject and bonkered down on that subject. Sometimes you're not going to know who the person is that's giving it to you. But you still need God to verify to you something of that about that person to let you know, Lord, should I receive this or not? What I do, I ask God, show me that heart. I ask God, show me that heart. I pray, and God will begin to reveal that heart to me. Now, also, if that person ain't living nothing, man. They really ain't living that spirit-filled life like that, bro. Don't get me wrong. God used the donkey. He can use anybody. And that's true. He can. God used Nebuchadnezzar. You know, uh, God used Baal at one point in time. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the witch of Endor. God uh, allowed these two people to do some things. So yeah, God can use or allow someone to do things. But you really want that person to be living a spirit-filled life and doing those five things on a continual basis I thought I, I told you about. Because at that point when they're ministering to you, you're receiving, you're open, you're spiritually open, and you're kind of vulnerable. And you're accepting in everything that they're saying. Okay? And you don't want to be misled or, I would say, say contaminated. Because they may say something that God may not have wanted to be said at that moment. 
Or they may say something that God just didn't say. Again, you're receiving that message. Know that you are the most qualified person to speak over your life. You are the most qualified person to speak over your life and to speak into your life. Okay? But uh, I'm not an apostle. I'm I'm not a prophet. I'm not an evangelist. You know, I I don't... uh, I come from a long line of deacons and so you know we don't you sure about that or look man I've been in the street all my life bro you sure about that yes I'm sure about it from cover to cover what you see is in the Bible Old Testament the fight was was for who we believe in New Testament the fight was for what we believe. But from cover to cover, you see the makeup where God is molding what a believer is. And for a believer, you are the most qualified person to speak over and speak into your life. So, you don't got to run from prophecy to prophecy, from anointed person to anointed person. And really, if you're doing those five things, guess what? You're going to already have that in your life. And that's going to be on a regular basis. So while it's great and it's a good thing that people can And, hey, I, I, I love prophecy, man. People speak things and prophesy to me. I, I enjoy it. Also, at the same time, <laughs> people, be, people tend to be off. And I, I've had some, some big name and creditable people to be off. But... Uh, I just reject it. <laughs> I do not receive it. <laughs> and I move on. A lot of people will say, hey, you know, eat the meat and spit out the bones. But more importantly, I'm like, Lord, if they off, especially in key areas, then I'm like, Lord, it, how can they be the person you assigned and be my leader if they are always off? Concerning me specifically. Anyway, me no one's all that. But yeah, those are things to, to consider if you're going to receive a word. Specifically, word of wisdom, word of knowledge. Also, before I leave, it took a lot of courage for that person to release that word. And then to both people, it took courage for the person to believe that God is speaking to you. And it took courage for that person to receive what they believe God spoke. Oh, I think I said the same thing, Lord Jesus. It took courage for that person to believe (laughs) that God is speaking to you and then receive what they believe God said to you through them. It took a lot of courage for that person to get up and speak it to you. Believing that this is what God said. This is what God, and this is what God wants me to, to believe. So to both of y'all. Make sure it's a safe environment. Make sure there's accountability. And make sure people are not being broken 
and hurt as a result of experiencing your ministry. Do it. Do it now. Who is waiting on your voice? You have a message people need to hear. Stop putting it off and do it. Do it now. The And Believe Podcast Network is here to advance your vision. Let's start your podcast today.